This is exactly right. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Babs Gray, and I'm pansexual, so you could call me a people pleaser. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm Brandy Posey, and I saw the best butts of my generation destroyed by fourth meal. Aww. (laughs) I'm Tess Barker, and I have a great ass, and I still have to have a job. Please advise. (laughs) (laughs) And this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. It's time for the show. <laughs> yeah, that's so that's, true. That's, that's usually so true. what happens next. It's very exciting. <laughs> you um, could say that we're in the show. You could say that we're actually the show is happening. Yeah, we we're in the show. It's show in time. Mm-hmm. Is it showtime if we're already in it, or is showtime right oh. when it's showtime? Yeah, is showtime, showtime the beginning or all yeah. of it. To yeah. me, showtime is like it's the moment before David throws a Goliath. It's like it's showtime. Yeah, it's the like okay. the moment yeah. before you before the curtain opens. Yes. Or yeah, yeah. When you yeah. take okay. that, okay. So yeah. it's not technically showtime right now. It That's was true. showtime. Before. It was. <laughs> yeah, we've when, we're way past showtime at this point. <laughs> yeah, when you heard this is exactly right. That was showtime, and then ah, it's just been okay. show, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So now it's is, the time of the show. Yeah, yeah. this is show. <laughs> We're in show. <laughs> we're, we're in, in show. We're in, yeah. yeah, we're in the money. <laughs> um, what do we got? Any any uh, any stuff? Oh, uh, this weekend I'll be in St. Louis. Picture this at the Flyover Comedy Festival on November tenth. Come to it. Yay. Come to it, and yeah, check out all of our. Dates, ladytoladycomedy.com. You can see our calendar there with our various stand-ups and yak-em-ups. That's not a word. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll take yak-em-ups. <laughs> oh, also. Was uh, it Yakko, if- one of the Animaniacs? Yeah, Yakko, yes. Wacko, and Dot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I loved that show. Man, so I like, did not understand half the references. But like, I also kind of liked not knowing a lot of references in TV as a kid. Because I was like, ooh. There's like something to learn someday. And I just don't like, think Aw. that I like, yeah. yeah, it didn't frustrate me. It was just no. like, okay. No. Yeah. I think it was like, oh, someday I'll understand what that means. But it's funny now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I never understood until I was an adult is in, remember in Romancing the Stone where they end up on the weed plane? I oh, yeah. I, I didn't it. know what weed was. Like that scene made no sense yeah. to me until I was an adult. Yeah. What happened? They were like, did they get high or something? They get high. Yeah. 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Babs, you've never seen Romancing the Stone? No, I need to see it. <gasps> it's really oh, good. Oh, it's man. really good. Yeah, we should probably watch it. We should it's watch really it. It's really good. I, mean, I don't want to build it up too much, but it's yeah. really good. It's really, yeah. really fun. Yeah. Danny DeVito. 
Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Don't Kathleen say Turner. anymore. Oh, uh, yeah. Michael Douglas at his best. Oh, I, my God. Yeah. I love that. I love that movie. Yeah. That was a big, a big one of my faves as a kid. I think that's like, yeah. That was like Rick's mom's favorite movie, too. So it's like oh. a, mo- a mom, a mom of this generation that is there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It has yeah. universal appeal. Well, I think also like. It feels like people are momsy. Like that generation mm-hmm. is like peak romance novel. Like that yes. is like yes. the demo. Mm-hmm. Yes. I wonder if we'll age into that because hmm. I don't know. I mean, mm, I, I've i got, uh, got porn. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. like, hor- yeah. <laughs> I like horny books for sure. We've talked about that. Yeah. yeah. But like, I don't know. I read this book about, psychology i forget exactly what but anyway the therapist in the book was talking about her addiction to erotica and the way she was talking about it i was like wow you must i mean your experience of erotica is wildly different than like she was talking about like it was like a problem like she would like stay like and i'm like i just can't imagine being that addicted to romance novels well yeah me neither but i also get it and like i think i think also that means she knows where the real good shit is and maybe if we were reading that shit then we'd be yeah. like, I'm also addicted to this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, I wonder- definitely read erotic. I read like, there was some website where when I was like, you know, growing up, I would read like erotic stories or something. Mm. And it felt, it, it definitely feels like, I think as women, obviously we get so much like more stimulated mm. mentally. Exactly. And, like, yeah. It felt like such a safe like way to like explore, you know, things too. Well, and I'd be curious what her relationship to, where her senses fall in all the different spectrums of senses too like you know because it's like some people it's like you can like think of something and feel it like you can like you know you can like you know so I'd be curious to know like how hypersensitive she is with like certain stuff too maybe yeah for her reading an erotica book is like that dinner scene in Hook where it's like yeah it becomes real (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah, that's that could a really good point. That could like be very much what's happening. <laughs> I mean, I guess sure. that might be what I like horny books too, and probably is like I think I'm a pretty vivid reader too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I never thought of it being on a spectrum like that, but that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like yeah, yeah. When someone like writes, it, yeah, food is a big one for me too. Like, oh, like yeah. when someone writes really well about food, mm-hmm. it's like it's almost like an earworm for my tongue. Like I'm like I have to have a bite of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> there's a really i read a book the gentleman in moscow which is on more tools uh it was a good book but like i would say if you that's my book recommendation if you want to read about good food mm. it's about a guy that's like stuck in a hotel in the middle of the russian revolution but the his meals are just like oh great. yeah growing yeah. up did you guys read any brian jakes growing up like all the moss flower so. red wall series they're really awesome series of books, but he like his food descriptions go on for like pages and pages, and like, yeah, they sound amazing. Everything sounds amazing. That's so I learned what a scone was. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, like, scone. Whoa. I'm rereading Wild, and like, I don't know mm. if her. De- I think her descriptions of food are pretty good, but the hunger she has for everything because she's so fucking tired from like her hiking and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so when she like eats, you know, a burger or something for the first time after like only eating beans out of a can for two weeks, you just feel that you're like, Oh God, this must've like tasted so good to yes. sit down in a restaurant and like drink a Coke and everything. She oh, does do a sure. great job of that. Like I still remember her describing an ice cream cone yeah. after like not having had something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that is a good meal. Like the first meal after you camp. 
Yeah. <gasps> or just like, uh, yeah, that one of those days where you've been walking all day or you've like, like a long hike and you're just like, I'm fueling my body. Yeah. yeah. You've actually, like exerted yourself in the way that like your body right. is capable of. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's some good shit. It's pretty sick. Hell. You know, you know what else is good shit? This oh, this podcast. Our guest is a New York-based stand-up comedian. She's been touring all over the place. She uses animated optimism on her own physical disability, yet fearless honesty about the social assumptions that come with living with cerebral palsy. And she has a super strong following on Instagram and TikTok, so you may have seen her on there or on her Comedy Central featuring set. Please enjoy our hang with Tina Frimmel, everybody. To talk to our guest, she's a comedian based out of New York, Tina Frimmel. Hi, hi, how's it going? Good. <laughs> You're just joining us from being on tour in our in our area on the West Coast, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I actually never been out there before. Ever. How was it? It was well, okay. I've been calling it. I liked it a concerning amount. Every single person I know is on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. My whole family, just everyone. And um, so that, I, I bounced around from San Diego, LA, um, Portland, Seattle, San Francisco, all, all of the above. Yeah. Um, and just, I loved it so much. Um, I actually, you know, the funny thing, because when you're here, you hear um, particularly not so good things about L.A. Yeah, of course. About LA, L.A. people, L.A., how people are fake, they're all just trying to network with you. Um, and the, the common phrase is people in uh, New York are kind, but they're not nice. People in LA are nice, but they're not kind. Uh, yeah. Um, and so I kind of went into that with that mentality. Right. Um, that was, uh, and um, I got there, and I'm a very public person, and everyone was matching my exact energy. Yeah. And, and um, I feel like I just related it. Like I was walking around LA, like this feels more like my place than New York does. And then it hit me like, oh, maybe I'm nice, but not kind. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they were trying to warn me from about me. (laughs) We are the nice people your parents warned us about. Yeah. 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 It's that's so true and like I've never really understood that mentality because like when it comes to like strangers I meet on the streets I don't need you to be much more than nice yeah you know like if I'm just at a bagel shop with you and you're an asshole but deep down you have a kind heart I don't really give a fuck if you're rude to me in line yeah yeah we're not gonna be interacting so long that I get to your kindness yeah just just be just be nice and get out of the way (laughs) is is what I need for most people right because if you're kind sure. to everybody, then 
you have a boundary problem, I think. That's a lot of emotional, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Emotional and also, labor. I've been to New York. They're not kind to everybody. That's hilarious that they... I watched a human <laughs> being passed out on a subway with their head in the track car and watched a bunch of other human beings watch that happen. They're not that kind in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. Like, well, you're right. Just kind of... I don't care how you... Are there for your friends when they move? Like, yeah. I'm just trying to get a coffee. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, I don't need to read your diary and like see <laughs> what your good deeds are. Like, <laughs> no. Yeah. I just need you to use a blinker every once in a while. Oh, <laughs> I need you yeah. to not cuss me out when I try to change lanes. That would be great. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I I just like I've always had just a a a principle for no like like, I mean I don't know what's a hot take or 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 (laughs) what, but like just I've always thought you kind of as a person in society have a bit of a responsibility to be lovely to people when they're out and about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, like that's how a society should work to some degree. Is just yeah. like be, be polite, like treat others as you want to be treated, and like, oh. you know. <laughs> oh, I've got a good. I have a good story about this actually. Um, yesterday, my boyfriend went to the grocery store, mm-hmm. and he had that thing happen where someone opens the door for you, but they're like really far away. Uh, you know? Oh, yes. oh yes, yes, yes. And yeah, so. Yeah. But the person who opened the door for him was Will Sasso, <laughs> like comedic actor Will Sasso, who's apparently a huge guy. Yeah. And so he just like sees him opening the door for him. And my boyfriend's like, oh, and like runs to try and get over it. But then it. like runs in so fast that his AirPods fall ever. He drops everything. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's a great one of those examples where like, I appreciate you, but you didn't need to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Just make it worse. Yeah. Somehow. Have, have you guys ever held the door for somebody and they get mad at you? Like, I've definitely. Oh, oh, I've definitely. Because I, I like to open the door for guys, especially like old right. men. And I've had several <laughs> of them then put their hand above mine to hold the door oh, for me oh, to go <laughs> Exactly. And I just I just go, you're welcome. And I walk away every time. It's very fun. <laughs> it just cracks me up. I'm just like, oh, I was just being nice, but all right. <laughs> Speaking of grocery store, I think it's have you guys I'm sure you've had someone do this for you, but like where you might have like whatever, a box of cereal, and then the person in front of you has like a full ass thing and yeah. they're like, you go ahead of me. Yes. Mm-hmm. I always feel like kind of a dick doing that. Like I didn't. It's like thank you, but like it's cool. Like you know what I mean. Like do, like, do you guys always say yes to that if someone you mean, offers like, feel it? Feel like a dick. Oh, I don't know. I was yes. Like I wasn't thinking it. Like I'm chill. Like whatever. I, you know what I mean. Like I wasn't like oh this asshole with his whole fucking grocery <laughs> order. Yeah. Yeah, but I will if it's like you know they have an exorbitant amount of shit or something. Sure. Yeah, but like someone did it to me the other night where I was like he had like maybe fifteen things and I had two and he was like, "Do you no, want to go ahead of me?" Like, and I was like, "Sure, thank you." And but I felt like rude saying yes and rude saying no. <laughs> He's avoiding oh. something at home. He's avoiding something at home. You you actually did him the favor. He's letting you gave him an extra few minutes. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> 
I yeah. always say, like, you know, you, 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 at the end of the day, you're doing them a favor. I just, yeah, they want to feel like, you know, the one good deed of the yeah. day. And, like, <laughs> they walk out of there just kind of smugly, like, mm, I deserve a $7 coffee. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You unlocked a coffee, Tess, is what you actually yeah. did. Yes. Look, if I'm if that's if that's what I can do on this planet is help people justify their seven dollar coffees. <laughs> <laughs> I'm successful. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you liked it out here. I mean, it's you know, it's interesting. We're all from like Tess is from out here, Brandy's mm-hmm. from the East Coast, and I'm from yeah. Salt Lake City. So we all have uh, obviously different perspectives of coming here mm-hmm. but i do think that la especially has such obviously it has such like a reputation or mm-hmm. you know so much history here and it's like funny when you're here because you're like well if you find your people really you're just finding really driven interesting artistic people who yeah. wanted to like do something interesting with their life and like the industry of course does fuck your brain up and it's a nightmare but <laughs> yeah suckles um, your soul out a little hole in the back find, of your head but yeah, yeah. but if you find peep your people you're like oh okay and then when you do run into those networkers it's so obvious right away that it's like you're like yeah they're like yeah. so creepy <laughs> well and it's yeah. funny because it's like i've definitely it it's also a city of a lot of transplants which means like those people existed somewhere else they just flocked here so it's, <laughs> right, exactly. You, you'll meet those type of people everywhere. There's just less of them. Yeah, um, yeah, they're very well, concentrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's exactly kind of my takeaway was, um, uh, you know, the, everyone makes it sound like LA is nothing but networkers, no. nothing but wannabe, you know. Um, and but but that was my thought exactly was well. New York has people like that. Yeah. And everyone else had weird mm. people and, and fake people and oh, a melting pot of people. Like, yes. sh- yeah. surely, surely it's not every single person. Yeah. Like, LA is like a rich, like, a bunch of cultures and stuff, too. It's it's just, you know, it's like an erasure of, like, the rich cultural history that is all yeah. over the city and has been around for a long time. I will yeah. say this about LA. Like, I do think that the number of insanely hot people that live here is mm-hmm. distorting, disturbing, and can fuck with you on a deep level. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like I do think people are, like, way hotter here than in the rest of the world, really. Uh, that's why I just stay in my circles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was about to say that was the one thing that I did find was one hundred percent true. There was very, very attractive people, and again, like not not like every single person. It's a, it's not like its own dimension. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah. It it was just like. Um, like a noticeable amount. Yeah, like I grew up here and I didn't know that like real estate agents aren't always hot. I didn't know that the weather lady isn't always hot. Like I didn't, I thought that's just what that job was. 
<laughs> oh yeah. I feel like whether I feel like whether people are hot. Oh, uh, maybe not. No, no, no. It's a lot of you. Just been living here for a while. Yeah, yeah a lot of yeah. used car salesman energy. Oh yeah, usually going on. <laughs> I think I saw that sunset. You know. Yeah. Do you watch Selling That's Sunset? So uh every every now and then. But like I I do like I love. I do love my junk TV. I love The Bachelor. Um, uh, but something isn't that is almost too much for me. It's almost <laughs> like... It's- I didn't... I couldn't do it. I didn't... I was like, I'm not doing this one. I love it. And, like, you don't need to know anything about the show to know that, like, the people on that show have the dream job, which is all they do is wear cute outfits drink coffee and gossip like that's all they do at work i'm like yeah. that it okay, sounds amazing and then they go hang out in mansions i'm like <laughs> this sounds way cooler than being a movie star they're kind of oh, like yeah. show off a place of, of a beautiful house to a beautiful person who was going to buy a house anyway regardless <laughs> of them being there exactly um, <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, but it's fun just fun just being a broker that's like, look, we all have money. Come where which one do you want? <laughs> Here's you don't want to spend any time on Zillow. Here you go. I didn't know what this show was at all. And looking at the photos of it, it is looks psychotic. <laughs> this, yeah, these people are real is. estate agents. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if the housewives sold houses. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, and that's why, and by the way, all of my friends are hot. I don't even want to think I'm not saying yeah. that, but, <laughs> but I'm saying that like, this is why I don't hang out with like the, that's the, I'm not in that crowd. I would So never. I'm not like, so we're hot, but we're not like that I'm, hot. We're hot, ne- but we're not. <laughs> no, but I'm saying like, I don't, that is a level of like, I can't comprehend putting yourself together on that level every day. Like well, I'm not the job. that I makeup. Yeah. All of it. So I just am like, that's something I just don't associate with in any way, you know, full time like, job s- shit contouring. Yeah. Just everything. It's one bad. of the <laughs> has a purse that is not a purse. It's a chair. It's like a miniature chair and you can't put anything in it. It's just a miniature chair that she wears as like a crossbody, And mm-hmm. like, Imagine having so little to do that, like, you don't even need your purse to hold purse stuff. She just carries oh a chair? Like, a, like, a, like an old veteran in a parade? That's like, imagine it. It almost looks like, and I think it's a chair. And now I'm like, is it a chair? It's some inanimate object. I'm almost positive it's a chair. Um, but yeah, it's like a doll chair that she wears in place of a purse. Oh, my God. Fashion, you know, fashion is fashion. I know. Uh, well, I remember, yeah, those, like, novelty cross body bags I, I remember um i uh i used to have one that was a rainbow and um mm-hmm. i don't mean like it had a rainbow on it i mean it was oh, rainbow cool. shaped <laughs> and, and that like in the middle it had this like concave just gap where yeah like yeah. all your stuff would go in one end of the rainbow or the other right uh-huh. <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. architecturally not the most sound shape of a purse yeah like instead of a pot of gold it's like some old gum a breath mint and a receipt you meant to throw in. oh yeah like yeah, your yeah. wallet could not fit in. like it would, yeah. <laughs> okay i have a question what do you guys think is because i still haven't figured this out what is the ideal purse size 
Well, what do you what do you need a what do you carry in a purse? Yeah, because I don't I don't carry a purse. So what do you need? In a, what do you what do you need to have with you every day? So because you guys know that I got my purse slash wallet thrown away at Beyonce. Yes. Um, oh, right. I was carrying. Yeah, they made me yeah. throw. It was literally the size of my cell phone. Only held my credit cards, and they made me throw that away. So I was carrying that for like a couple years, and like it never really was working out because it wasn't big enough to hold my keys or my sunglasses. So mm. I need something that's at least big enough for my keys and my sunglasses. Right. And like ideally like a notebook, I would say, are the things that I want to hold. I mean, because like I don't, yeah, I don't really carry a purse anymore. I just have my phone that has my cards on it and then I have my keys like in my pocket. So I usually just use a tote bag like if I'm going to have to carry stuff. So I feel like a, a tote bag size. Mini, back, the, you know. mini backpack, tote bag. Like I, do, okay. I, like, I like a little backpack. I feel I like secure. a little backpack too. You got a backpack, I like a little backpack too. Yeah. yeah, I do. Yeah. I was asking you guys about purses, and none of us know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I have the only designer thing that I own uh, mm-hmm. is my bag. It's a coach bag, so it's a okay. uh, really sturdy. And and the reason why I like them, I like them sturdy. I like them. That like, <laughs> like it's like a weird like shelf on your hip because mm. you can like put stuff kind of on the, like I mean not literally on the purse but like in the purse mm-hmm. um and just have like a big pocket while you're doing other things yeah um uh yeah well I I also I mean. I used to go that minimalist, like phone, phone cards, keys, but then I got really into cash stuffing. What's oh, cash stuffing? Do you know what cash stuffing? No, is? No. I know what it is, but yeah, tell us about it. Yeah, yeah it's like, um, it's well, it's all all these girlies, um, and I I, I think oh, I've never seen a a, a non girly. <laughs> do it but, it's but, girly, <laughs> girly, <laughs> but um they're all of my tiktok and youtube and basically they have these binders um and the mini binders and the and the binders have these cash um like envelopes in the in the rings in the binder rings um and each of them has a category like um car payment rent um makeup money going out money and, and they take their paycheck they get it all out of their bank in cash and they uh it's about a bunch of it's okay. like you you physically budget out like how much you want to put in like each category right um right. but there is also this element of like uh asmr um in oh, yeah. that they, they have this yeah. hyper hot microphone on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um and on top of that they they all like the the binders are, are pink and they do savings challenges where like they save five dollars every other day or whatever and they make it kind of like a game. They they mm-hmm. kind of what I can only describe as they gr- girlify it. Like, yeah. they make it really fun. Okay, I, think cool. I would like, like, okay, so it's like, 
Can you download, do you download like an app that kind of like gives you these challenges or do they actually like all, all the big people online that catch stuff, they have their own shops. So they actually like manufacture account PDF downloads, or I think you can go on their Etsy and buy, you know, the, yeah, you can like buy the, the whole yeah, whatever the yeah. thing that they use, the stuffing stuff, or just like the plan, or you know, oh, yeah. you can just you, watch their videos and do it that way. Yeah, you can go on there, and, and the interesting thing is the binders and all the all the little money sleeves and and the stickers and everything. You can't buy it anywhere other than like from them, mm. of course. So it kind of is a little bit. I don't want to call it like a pyramid scheme. It's not. <laughs> I, it's not that. I, I'd but say a, tri- a triangular scheme. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah, it's a triangle shaped. You're kind of watching them count the money that you gave them. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> so, so do you find like, has this helped you? Are you like saving more money? Yeah. Like it, it actually has. And I'll, be the first to admit that, like, I, I dip in and out of the habit. Of course. Um, but, but it actually, like, it makes me more excited about money. Um, and money was always this, like, really scary, dark, daunting thing. Mm. Um, and for a while, I, I had that, what I call, like, a one-pot system where it all went into checking one checking account and then Back in the day when I wasn't really making that much money, I, I like, oop, I, I have five dollars. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. yeah. No, it I makes sense. Yeah. It makes yeah. sense because, like, actually handling your money, doing that, it, it's a lot more like you're actually putting your, you're actually seeing where it's going and not instead of it being like in your checking account, which feels maybe like a little bit just removed from you. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like I like using cash for that reason. Or like I'll just maybe not exactly that, but I'll do a version of that where it's like, okay, this weekend I only want to spend $150. So right. I'll take out $150 and like if I go to brunch and spend a hundred of it, then like I only have, you know what I mean? Like I, I kind of do like using cash for that reason. Cause I do feel like debit and credit cards, like it's really hard to track, especially when you're doing them for like these little miscellany kind of items where it's like not my brain isn't even clocking the parking and the lift (laughs) and like that kind of shit like it doesn't even feel real whereas like I do feel like cash can be a little bit easier to kind of like moderate Mm -hmm. yeah well exactly yeah Yeah. you feel like it's really giving up something exactly yes exactly yeah I'm I'm a bookkeeper so I'm on I'm gonna be over here. <laughs> you don't. You always are clocking every purchase. Yeah, I mean, I like I. I use QuickBooks. Like I go through my stuff like weekly, so I kind of like know where everything is going. It takes me like two, like ten minutes, basically a week, just to be like, boop 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 because I have like rules basically set for everything. So I kind of just can look right, at right. my budget stuff going forward. And yeah, no, I'm yeah. a big mess. I'm nowhere near that. <laughs> no. Yeah. Do you have like a really um, specific budget, Brandy? I don't have a specific no I mean I used to but I don't anymore I just like like to just kind of see oh you're spending more on like food this month than like you probably should like take it let's just like cook at home for the next couple weeks or whatever like that way I can kind of like and I also know 
I, it's more just like I can pro- I like know what money is coming in to make sure that I'm spending less that I'm making basically. Yeah. And I have like mm-hmm. I have I I use Acorns. I have like a Vanguard account. So I have other stuff that like Acorns takes out $5 a week just out of my account and then just puts it in an account that it accrues interest like over there. So I like have like a high yield savings account that that's like that's happening at a very slow rate on and like stuff like that. So mm. it's like but it's like it took me a while to get to a point that I make enough now that I'm not like, oh, shit, I'm, like, down to the last $10 in my account or whatever. But, like, yeah. you know, once you get past that, then I think it's just, like, okay, I need to, like, make what I have work for me. So I kind of just try to get it out and, and be working on it, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of the cash um, stuffing things, yeah. and I've never done it because I think also that would not solve any of my problems. I'd also, don't a, lose that purse. I would still purse. be a mess. I know, I'd be terrified <laughs> to lose that. So yeah, do you carry it around with you, Tina, or what do you, are you, well, I guess we yeah, shouldn't say so this. Like, <laughs> that, is, that is the thing. I know that some people do, that do do it, actually carry it around. They have like oh this God, big wallet of it. Um, I don't like I I, I mainly like I mainly do it just to kind of s- visualize. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and then use oh, <laughs> I I admit that like I've done it and then kind of just wad up all the money and stuff it back in in my mm-hmm. in my wall. Like it was almost just kind of or, or like I'll, I'll take the money from coffee money and going out money and dining money and and I'll mm-hmm. take that and I'll wad it all up and put that in my wallet but yeah. just so that like you know I, I I can better kind of if I'm going out for errands or going to walk rings I I bring a different kind of wad of money than I, of cash than I do going out to a show or shopping. Right, right. Yeah. Just dealing in wads. You got wads. Yeah. Oh, wads. Uh, no. All yeah. these wads. Not stacks. Wads. <laughs> yeah. Okay, That's we funny. have to take a break and go count our wads. Yeah, we'll we're not going to blow our wad on this segment, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Tess. And I'm Tina. Hell yeah. And we're going to play a game to get to know you a little better. It's stupid. It's called This or That. Oh, I love love stupid. (laughs) Let's go for it. This or that. This or that. This or that. That's beautiful. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Tina, um, fake tan or real tan? Oh, oh, that's a hard one, actually, because I I never think fake tan is so good. However, I'm I'm a huge advocate for like sunscreen and, and you know, so fake tan. Always. But like a good one. Like spend your money <laughs> right. a good place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that the fake tan that you have to have an envelope for is the one that yes. works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, 
Yeah. I've only done it once uh, for going to our friend's wedding in Mexico. And man, that was, I wish I could do it more. It was amazing. It felt like so good. I know. Like, I feel like getting a fake tan is like flying in first class. Like it kind of ruins you because you're like, I can't afford to do this all the time. But like, I want this to be my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it would also just actually make me shave my legs more, which would probably be great. <laughs> <laughs> what, what happens if you don't shave your legs? Does it like accumulate under? No, like, you're just supposed to exfoliate, and like your your skin's supposed uh, to be very like exfoliated. So I'm not uh, sure what would happen if you didn't actually. Yeah, it would probably you just have it would look like a like like when a blast goes off and you see like a shadow on a wall. <laughs> it would just be like <laughs> just a bunch of like leg hair shadows all up and down <laughs> your leg. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, it's just imaginingly bright orange like here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like it does. Yeah, it feels like it would run for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. be an only child or have siblings? Oh, have siblings. <laughs> Definitely. Um, so I have one brother. And mm-hmm. yeah, like I I couldn't imagine being an only sibling. Like, um I and it's so funny because I have friends that grew up with four siblings, three siblings, and they're like, you have one sibling? Wasn't that, like, awkward? <laughs> awkward? That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, you better like yeah. that one. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's just like, what if you, like, don't like it? <laughs> it's like, wow. Well, um, no, yeah, but you kind of, like, you know, you became BFF in, in grade school. And um, so, yeah, I would definitely say, being the only child, I would say, I don't think it's wor- worth the extra presents at Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I mean, I have two older. So it's It's like, you know, obviously, if you're not an only child, I think it's like hard to imagine being one. So I can't. It would just yeah. be like a different, a different world. Yeah, but then like now that I have friends who are having kids, I totally get why there are only children. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 I'm not to diss my sure. only child friends out there, but it is kind of funny to think that they were like, "We're good." <laughs> <laughs> there, there is something like very classy about having one child. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm it's not gonna very kill like this. Gloria yeah. Vanderbilt, Anderson Cooper. It's very, <laughs> yeah. This one, that's all we need. We have the air. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, you know, I grew up in Mill Millbury, Vermont, a, a college town, and a lot, a lot of my friends in grade school had parents who were professors at, at Millbury. You know. Mm. Um, and uh, a few of them, yeah, were only only children. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying that there's a correlation. There's most likely not. But I think, yeah, I always associate this. <laughs> like, right. They were uh, like, we, yeah. We're, yeah. Yeah, like, we're both working. We can't. We're, we're both working. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're the kind of parents that. Drink wine every night at the dinner table. Right, right. Yeah. The Because it's just one kid you're drunk around. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they've got no one to talk to about it. So, you know, have you done anything wrong? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, okay. Tina, Marilyn Monroe or Betty Page? Ooh. Oh. Oh, my God. That's a hard one. I guess Marilyn Monroe only because, like, I, I've been looking into her more. Well, she's one of those people that so composed into your face your whole life. Yeah. And you disregard totally. it. You don't even see it after a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and then, like, once in your life, kind of have this, like, weird kick where you, like, learn all about them. And, and mm-hmm. um, that... That happened to me, I think, recently for Marilyn Monroe. Just, you know, and I think it's, well, it's no big secret that she was uh, gross. I, I didn't mean to call it a secret, but, but it, it was open knowledge that she was very smart and very, oh, yeah. you know, like, yeah. and, and, very, very self-aware. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just, I, I've gotten found appreciation for her. I thought yeah, you were going to very... say murdered by the CIA. <laughs> oh, yeah, and that's an <laughs> open secret. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I haven't, yeah, I have not done the deep dive on Betty Page. I've definitely done the deep dive on Marilyn. Um, Betty's life yeah. is pretty sad. I mean, Neither well, of them. Yeah, they both great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, how did Betty Page die again? Uh, so she didn't know that her photos were actually famous um, be- oh, until, wow, like, crazy. she went into, like, a place and saw her stuff for sale. And so she, like, never really profited off of um, her image, really. And she became, like, a very hardcore born again Christian and denounced mm. all of it which and oh, she wow. wouldn't she wouldn't let people take her photo for the last like 30 years of her life and she died in Florida like really oh. yeah she just wow. and yeah yeah real so like both women who were just like so obviously had their humanity kind of divorced from their mm-hmm. image and like even though Marilyn obviously had money like yeah I don't know I actually should know this but I don't know who owns the Marilyn Monroe estate at this point but like it's like she had nobody to leave that money. Like her, yeah. the amount of money that maybe she made in her lifetime is a sliver in comparison to the way that like her likeness has been used and exploited after her death. No, I mean, yeah, this is, yeah, it's so creepy to think about celebrities who just like are their likenesses are still making money, and you're like, who is making money off of this? Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. Well, you know, when you think back to like the Papa thing, like was that all going to Andy Warhol? Who was uh, right. going to her? Man, right. Her, so 25% of her uh, IP went to her psychoanalyst and 75% went to her acting coach, Lee Straussberg. Oh, that's right. And then oh. um, when you Google who owns Marilyn Rose image, something called Authentic Brands Group comes up. Uh, yeah, they are, it's the same and same thing happened with um yeah that there's like a group of people that basically like come into like dead celebrities mm-hmm. estates like especially people like Marilyn or like Prince where like there's nobody there to sort of like ha- yeah. that was willed that sort of asset yeah and then yeah they take over the wow uh, the participation in, in the profiting on their likeness I mean I will all I can 
I don't, we could talk about this is when me and uh, Tess got, uh, <laughs> sorry, this is so funny. We, um, someone hired us to do like a, a talk about Britney and we were like, let's do something a little bit different. We were like, we're going to talk about Marilyn and Britney and how their lives are similar. And it was, <laughs> it was a bomb. It bombed. We bombed. <laughs> we bombed so hard. It was incredibly <laughs> embarrassing. We presented a slideshow over Zoom to people, and it it was shit didn't go well. No. It did blink stairs the whole blink time. Blink fucking stairs. Fucking call oh, Taylor because there was blink spaces everywhere. It was. <laughs> <laughs> and like we had planned out this like it was one of those things where it was like we had planned out like I think our talk was like an hour long and we realized like minute five that we were bombing oh Ooh. oh man that's even worse than being in the middle of a sketch that's bombing because that's like an hour yeah oh no can, can you and you can't really acknowledge the bomb in that situation huh no because you no, like, you're not like in a comedy situation yeah. you're like yeah. I'm trying to do something educational <laughs> oh my god it was really funny it's, it's, um, I will always associate Marilyn with that moment you <laughs> kind of like like that weird hustle you get when you're bombing and you're just like, okay, let's speed round to this. Right, like, right. Yeah. I'm sure we were like, let's cut out a bunch of this. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Um, um, uh, passwords or secret handshakes? Ooh. Ooh, I like that one. Secret handshakes. I don't know. I mean, okay, so I always say passwords because, like, I've never understood how how people can um, remember all these handshakes. Oh, yeah, same. Truly not. Even as a kid, I'm like, I would see friends do it, and I'd be like, how do you, you really just sit there and memorize that? Yeah. Like, and, like, are you I, practicing? My, <laughs> like by yourself. <laughs> I know my brain's not capable, but I know. Uh, you know what? Can I? I'm gonna say neither. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Open source. Uh, open source. Fair. Uh, open. Well, open book here. <laughs> everyone. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, no. Like pa- passwords, and I'm definitely the kind of person that like you know I'm always forgetting the password and like having to mm-hmm. I know. Uh, well I'm thinking no like of like online passwords right right yeah, like let me reset and it's like well what's the password to get in to reset the password and then I know yeah. <laughs> Well, and like bars with passwords make me mad because I'm like, you're going to let me in. Shut up. I feel yeah, like, it feels only, like it's I only know of one bar with a password. Is there a lot of them? Um, I've been doing, I've done shows in a few cities that have them too. And mm. I'm just like, if somebody came to see me and they can't get in because they don't know right. the name of some bullshit. <laughs> that's oh like why you, you got to follow them on Instagram to know their password. It's like, right. Yeah, just, that's annoying. Yeah. Make no, a damn drink. <laughs> I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to at shows. I'm going to be like, everyone has to follow me on Instagram before I perform. Yeah. <laughs> <then>. I'll wait. <laughs> they, uh, I uh, I did a show um, uh, the other week, which was 
for uh, a day app, um, mm-hmm. and and they hosted their own show here in New York. I just I think like a marketing thing. But the 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 only funny part was that you had to have an account already on the app to get into the show. Right. Yeah. So it didn't make sense to me. Like. You're like, don't you want people to download the app? I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm totally misconstruing their their um intentions, but yeah, like it was like, wait, it seems like a lot of preaching to the choir here. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. kind of fun. You're like swiping and you're like just within these walls, like mm-hmm. someone's forced. Yeah, oh, yeah. And then you can be like, do they have the same sets? If are they laughing at the same stuff as me? Because that's mm-hmm. important, you know. Right, exactly. I mean, maybe maybe it was more like that. Maybe it was because of was the dating a dating app. Maybe it was meant to be more like a mingling thing. But yeah, but. Uh, no, I'd be like, yeah, they should. They shouldn't be turning people. It's like also you can no. download this in five seconds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I did a stand-up show that was, like, part of a dating situation, and the premise was, like, every comic after your set, then the host would – you're supposed to leave the room, and then the host no. would be like, "Who's who was that your favorite comic? And everyone that raises their hand, you get a card of a certain color, and then I guess you match with people that have the same color. Y'all, I have never run out of a room faster <laughs> in my life I took out two women on my way out like I had this like gu- I was like I don't want to be here when this shit happens and I just like bolted the fuck out I, I, I yeah yeah I just no wait the, no. you were single like were you no, like I was a comic so right. you're the comic oh I and see then so after connecting yeah. yes whether they like me that is a nightmare oh a my nightmare God. I I, I kind of hate that I like I hate that that there could potentially be couples out in the world having like a massive fight, and the only reason they met was me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for That's real. That's a lot of pressure. A lot of yeah. pressure. Yeah, there could be a child born because of a joke I told oh someday. God. Like, no, thank that? you. Too no. much pressure. No. We're not that important. <laughs> At least name it after all of us. Okay, Tina, let's do one more. Um, Self-control or happiness? (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's the or. (laughs) I mean, God, like, if self-control is so so diabolical in your head that that it takes away, like, like, it denies your happiness, but it's not happiness. Like, (laughs) um, I, it, it makes me think, well, this is just where my brain goes, of like, you know, hearing doctors and, and their advice and like, oh, you know, um, uh, uh, no, it was actually um, uh, when my dad was uh, coming out of the hospital the other year and um, was recovering from something. And uh, he and my mom had asked the doctor on the way out, like, so in terms of, like, drinking, I mean, he, he wasn't, like, a 
a big drinker at all, but like in terms of like having a wine or what, yeah, like mm-hmm. that's it's no longer like a reality for him. And the doctor said, like, oh, I mean, like, we'll live your life. And <laughs> 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 I, I, I always remember that just because it, I, I loved that, like, as a doctor, they're not. They're not allowed to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, drink, yeah. Right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like, I love that they they frame it as live your life. So, like, like, have a good life. Yeah. Uh, That's great. Yeah, very cool quality of a constant. Um. (laughs) But you know, so good. I I think it really depends. Like it 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 really in terms of in terms of context. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because like you said, it's like if you're struggling so much with self control that it's fucking up your happiness, it's probably not a great place to be in. You yeah. Know? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like very kind of like immediate gratification versus right. delayed gratification. Yeah. The constant struggle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, everything in moderation, including moderation. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I love that. I, oh. Boom. Exactly. There's the bumper sticker. There you go. All right. We're going to go live our lives real quick, and we will be RB. <laughs> Hey, everybody, we're back on Lady to Lady. I'm Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. I'm Tina. Hell yeah, we're going to do Lady Problems, everybody. Give us a phone call if you want to ask us for some advice. You can reach us at 323-6-BUTT-30 or email us ladytoladycomedy at gmail.com. Hi, I was just calling because I've been going through a terrible breakup. I found out that I was the third relationship of five women on this guy, and he and I even traveled, like, the world together at a few places. And um, the cool thing is is that his girlfriend and I left him at a gas station to find his own way home, which was, like, an hour away from his home, so that was cool. But I've just been really struggling to kind of find myself again and not be so sad all the time. Um, I thought he was the one, and he seemed really genuine and kind and sweet and was always there for me. And it turned out that he's just a big, fat liar. So any encouragement and advice would be great right now. Thanks. Bye. Oh my god! I feel like I'm hulking out. I'm I know. <laughs> you. That's so awful. Oh man. Three out of five. He, he was ha- had five relationships at the same time. How do you even do that? What? Well, um, 
a- April Richardson has told this story a bunch of times because April was in a similar situation right. where yeah. she had like a like an army ranger or something that was dating, and they a bunch of them found each other and like confronted. She's told this story publicly, so like, yeah. if a listener, I would go maybe if I, April. T- she's like told it in a very funny way, and it might feel good to feel like okay, this is how somebody else handled it. Yeah. And I'm glad that you've gotten some revenge to some degree already. Like, congratulations on, like... Also, I love that you bonded with one of the other women versus, like, b- making, you know, being like, she's the problem, you know? Like, good on you for that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think the important thing here is that even though it... It's... It sucks. You should yeah. not have to go through with this. None of none of you should. But I... And I know that it's really hard to not blame yourself, you know, yeah. and be like, why didn't I see the signs? But unfortunately, there are some men who are incredibly good at this. Yeah. And like, it is not your fault that he is some, you know, sociopath who's for some reason good at tricking women. Like, there are men who are just good at this. They're good at lying. They can really trick people easily. And like, it's a nightmare. But I really, I hope you can try to be easy on yourself and like know that it's not you you know yeah i think that's the most important thing is like extricating yourself from any sense of culpability or like Mm -hmm. oh my god like i think we've all to some degree been like manipulated or lied to by somebody whether it's in a romantic capacity or not like Mm -hmm. it happens Mm -hmm. to people and it's so i think part of what your brain does is your brain actually wants it to kind of be your fault because like Mm -hmm. that's in some ways like an easier reality to accept because then you would have had control over that situation if yeah. there was like a misstep that you made, then like, then that actually, like, I think that's your brain being like, and in the future, I'll be able to prevent it because I'll know the sign. And it's like, no, like this yeah. person is, yeah. is a malicious, manipulative liar mm-hmm. who unfortunately is, is spending like all of their time and all of their mental energy and, and all, and all of their intelligence. They're probably a relatively smart person and yeah. they're just, di- they're just funneling it all into taking advantage of people and lying to people. And like, there's the smartest person in the world could fall could fall to someone like that. It has nothing to do with yeah. you whatsoever. Yeah, I you know I I always like um I love that that uh, mentality that that goes around of, of you're mourning the the you're mourning the relationship you thought you had. You're mourning mm-hmm. the one you thought we're going to have. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I, that's why so often, like, I relate to her so much that, that someone does something terrible, betraying to you, and yet you, you still are speaking about how sweet they were and how, you know, uh, you, you are singing their praises still. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't just evaporate. Um, and yeah, that that just kind of almost like you, you're realizing that the, the person you thought they were never completely really existed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah, that that can be really it. Well, I, I was talking to you guys before we got on here that I'm going through a breakup right now, yeah. and uh. It, Different scenario, but um, there is, uh, I mean, even this morning I was sitting drinking coffee and I got got hit with this momentary, like, insane 
kind of regret um, for ending the relationship. Um, and, and it came not from real logic, but, but it came from that, that mourning and that kind of, for me, the, the denial that I had <laughs> of that, no, it's, it's, a, it's a great relationship. It's, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I'm just overreacting. My friends mm-hmm. are just reacting to hearing this. Mm-hmm. Like, um, it can be, uh, uh, all, all this is like, uh, I think that, that morning, what, what you thought, what they almost like what they could have been mm-hmm. yeah. yeah 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 the potential mm-hmm. powerful yeah well yeah so and full. like the the honest person in this scenario like you really were there mm-hmm. like so i think that's like a weird dissonance to kind of process is like you weren't mm-hmm. full of shit you were yeah. there having those experiences like mm-hmm. and so like it's not like you're gonna you can't and shouldn't negate all that time you spent because like you yeah. that that was real for you that was your right. life that was time that you spent with that person and like and like to that extent like those i don't think that just because this person's a piece of shit and a liar and a manipulative loser means that you need to like act like the times you had with them didn't exist they did yes. they were real that mm-hmm. was real like you don't need to deny that reality but you do need to process like that this person actually never was there there was this person never really cared for you if they treated you like this yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and also I think that like those memories, like this person was a liar psychopath, which means that I bet you so many of these memories that you have an emotional resonance with, I bet you you were the the catalyst behind them to some degree. So it means that that came from you, mm-hmm. which means like that that is that's in you regardless of who that other person is. So like these memories that you love in your relationship that that you're missing, you're the force behind them. You know, oh, I who, love that. Who that other person is, your that relationship is fucking you and how mm-hmm. you love. You know, regardless of who that person is. Uh, I love. Um, I know. Thank me you. too. I love that. <laughs> um, I just listened to a season of the uh, the uh, podcast Doctor Death, and oh, the yeah. most recent season was about this guy who. Not only the doctor part of it was fucked up. He was like in he was uh, doing surgery on people and giving them tracheas that had been three D printed, and he had never <laughs> tested on any animals. What? God. Didn't go well. Oh yeah, I know. Oh but also, he was completely fooling a woman, a a very smart, you know, yeah. um, amazing woman, a journalist. Mm-hmm. He fooled her. He you know fell in. They fell in love, quote unquote. He fooled her into thinking that he was single and that he was this like doctor to the stars and that and that I am not kidding you. This is where it got to. Sorry, this is a spoiler, but I just want to like let this woman know that this shit happens. He Mm -hmm. told her like they were supposed to get married in the Catholic Church, but in like Rome, but they couldn't because she'd been divorced before. He said, I'm going to go talk to my contacts at the Vatican and I'm going to let you know what goes on he said you know what i talked to the pope the pope said he's gonna marry us himself that's where this got to she thought she was getting married by the pope and like a month before found out that it was all a lie that this man was married with children and all and so like that's what it's like this shit can happen to anybody like this is like 
you know, it's, it's almost totally... like a reverse gaslight because it's like right. it is this like you're 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 making somebody feel like they're crazy, but they don't even know that that's what's happening because you're like filling this positive yeah. tank basically and then yeah. pulling it all away at once. You well, know? Yeah. And I think like to the, the Pope thing is like that sounds pretty absurd if you're just hearing it like, oh, the first yes. thing they say is the Pope's going to marry you. But like the way this shit works is like mm-hmm. they know that they have to build your trust and they yes. know exactly what kind of details to fill in. And like also mm-hmm. like, look, for someone to be like skeptical enough to question all of these batshit lies Mm-hmm. Like, that's not a way to live your life either, right? Like, you can't yeah. go into a romantic relationship thinking that someone has four other girlfriends and is lying about knowing the Pope. Like, you you yeah. can't live with that kind of skepticism either. And so they prey on that. Right, right, right. And then I think it's almost like they get you to have enough, like, trust chips on the table that you kind of mm-hmm. just keep buying in. So by the time they talk about the Pope marrying you, you're like, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's grooming. <laughs> From the outside, you're like, what the fuck? But she was so in it that she was like, okay. Yeah. yeah. No, it's it's grooming stuff. It's like you start small. And like, right, there's also right. tests of faith in you every time, too, to be like, do you still have faith? Do you still have faith in this thing that we're building? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's, it's like a, a cult of narcissism because it's like the farther you get, extricating yourself from a cult gets harder and harder because at some point you yes. need to say, oh, I was wrong. Yes. And then I was wrong about all of this. Oh, fuck. Like, it becomes harder and harder to admit because you've got so many chips in the game at a certain point, too. And yes. One, one thing that happens, and I speak unfortunately from experience, is that, um, the, yeah, that reinforcing of do you trust me? I'm here for you. Like, like verbal, verbal confirmation constantly. Yeah. You, you're in this, right? You, you, I got you, right? Mm-hmm. Say that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then when you hit the point where something happens and, and you're doubting it and you're, you're kind of, um, you get any kind of, change of mind or doubt you cannot go back because there's almost a verbal paper trail of mm-hmm. yeah but you no no look at all these right. times that you did say you know you trusted yeah, me yeah like now you're a liar if you say you don't trust me now mm-hmm. exactly yes. Right. exactly yes mm-hmm. yeah. and I will say like narcissists actually target charismatic confident people yes and i think that there's this misconception that they target people that are very obviously vulnerable or or have a low Mm self-image and actually what they're trying to do is like invasion of the body snatchers Mm -hmm. the good stuff in you so like that's why you were targeted it was it's because of how awesome you are Mm-hmm. That you were targeted. Oh <laughs> no, yeah, they want to. Uh. They want. They want that. They can't get it, so they're trying to. Yeah, right. And it's like, bit. and it's like yeah. a. Um, mm-hmm. It's like a conquest, yeah. Too, yeah. Like it's that much, you yes. know, mm-hmm. means that much more. Yes. Yeah, because they're a shitty little void, and they know they're always going to be a shitty <laughs> little void. And you're gonna <laughs> die a black hole, motherfucker, and that's all you are. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Collapsing on yourself and disappear into space, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Go suck yourself up. Yeah. (laughs) But we we love you. We're sending you so much love and support. And I'm so sorry that you went through this. It's going to get better. You're going to wake up soon and it's going to feel a little bit better. And then it's Mm going to start feeling more and more like that. But 
Yeah. I'm so sorry. Like, take care of yourself and like process this so that you don't bring it into your next relationship because you don't deserve yeah. this shit. And like yes. you and I think the most important thing, like the crime one of the biggest crimes this person committed against you is like he fucked with your ability to trust people. That's yeah. fucking mm-hmm. bullshit. And he can yeah. go fuck himself for that. But like mm-hmm. you do need to process that because like there are good people out there and like not yeah. every guy is gonna be this guy. Yeah. And guess what? You're gonna have a relationship that is real and like and and based in truth and honesty. And he's incapable of that. Yeah. He'll never have he'll never yeah. have that. He'll no. never have that. No. Yeah. So fuck him forever. And I'm really glad that you and that girl left him at the gas station. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, want more, I want more info on this. Place. I know. Enjoy these slim gyms, bro. See you later. <laughs> Uh, well, <laughs> Tina, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh my god, it's been great. Thank you all for having me. You're so welcome. <laughs> Let everybody know where they can find you online, find your stuff, all that. Absolutely. So I'm all over Instagram and TikTok under just my name, Tina from all. That's um, F R I M L. So, yeah, I'm all over there, and that's where you can also get my tickets and find out where I'm going to be performing and all the above, all the above. Hell yeah. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We had a blast, and thanks, everybody. (laughs) Talk to you all next week. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Three, two, three, six but 30. It's six but 30 somewhere. Hey ladies, this is Aisha and I wanted to call in for everyone who's been asking for advice related to making friends in a new city. I've moved around a lot. Thing that I use the most is Bumble BFF. It's essentially the dating app for finding friends. So yeah, you're going to have some of those same challenges as you would on Tinder or regular Bumble, but I think it's worth the, the swipe and it's kind of fun. I love judging people. Good luck with that, everyone. Bye. Hi, ladies. Long-time listener. I live just right outside of Salt Lake City. Um, I was just listening to your episode about cussing and swear words, and I am definitely one of those parents that I don't really care about swearing. I just don't want name-calling, so you can swear, just don't direct it towards a person. And I kind of secretly love it when my kids' friends come over and they accidentally say a swear word and then they apologize, and then my kids are like, I know they don't care, it's fine. It makes me laugh so much inside. But then I always have to say, if your parents ask about it, I'm not going to tell them I let you swear. (laughs) Anyway, have a wonderful day. Thanks for sharing up my day all the time. Lady to Lady is produced by Katie Levine. Get tons of bonus content, discounted tickets for live shows, and lots more at patreon.com slash lady to lady. Follow us on Instagram at lady, the number two, lady comedy. And give your input on lady problems and get info about upcoming live shows. And hey, don't forget to follow our individual accounts on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Babs Gray, Brandazzle, and Testify Barker. Follow Lady to Lady on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen so you don't miss an episode. If you like what you hear, you can rate and review the show. Visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Lady to Lady merch.